Welcome to NFT Heat. We're bringing the top NFT thought leaders straight to you. If there's something you enjoyed on this episode, and we really hope you did, please take a screenshot of the episode and make sure to tag us on Twitter at NFT Heat. We really appreciate your support, and you are the only reason we're growing. So to help us, please subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll then give your review a shout-out on a future episode. Welcome to NFT Heat. Whether you're inside the industry or new to the NFT space or an NFT OG, we're going to provide you with the necessary NFT alpha to crush. We'll bring in the top guests and deep dive into how NFTs will transform the metaverse, DeFi, and social tokens. I'm Justin Shankro, the king of alpha. Well, I don't know about the king, maybe the prince. <laughs> From child actor to adult actor to Stanford to NFT entrepreneur. And this is my co-host, John Kraske. From an executive in the design space to running an NFT company, he is in the trenches every day, learning, growing, and seeking alpha. John, what's happening today in the NFT space? How are you? I'm doing great, man. You know, Justin, I can't keep up, but I think that's a good problem to have, man. It's nonstop. I've just, I think I only have about 200 unanswered emails I need to get to in my LinkedIn. Only that's 200? what's going on. I mean, it, usually it's like 500, right? So it's a <laughs> <Yeah>. slow day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, look, we're uh, two NFT insiders that are going to bring in the top NFT thought leaders in the space to help you learn the emerging trends and opportunities each and every week in 30 minutes or less, right? Let's get into it. Today's so, guest is Rob Morrison, the founder and director of Nifty Agency, which resides strategically on the intersection between NFTs, brands, events, and experiences. Nifty specializes in NFT brand positioning and campaigns that get noticed. Brands need to think more deeply how to create more meaningful and long-term experiences and relationships with communities, and Nifty creates the solutions. Welcome to NFT Heat, Rob. Nice to be here. I'm excited. Awesome. Awesome. We're thrilled to have you. And guess what? We're going to hop right into a five-question lightning round to provide some alpha to our listeners. John, hit Rob with the first question. What is your favorite brand launching NFTs, Rob? Well, actually, I've been really excited about how many brands have actually become brands within NFTs. That's the thing that's really excited me so far, seeing these new brands appear. And that is just an amazing thing to witness. But I'm very fascinated by how all brands will use NFTs. The fashion industry has been very interesting. I love the way how they've sort of taken to it quite quickly. And I think because they can see how NFTs can create those sort of priceless experiences for customers, which in turn will improve those sort of brand awareness and engagement and boost sales. So uh, it hasn't even started yet in the brand space. That's the wonderful thing. So cool. We're so early. We're so early. This is great. All right, Rob, who should we follow on Twitter? Obviously, in addition to you. Well, obviously, you guys. You guys are leading the space at the moment. Twitter is a phenomenal platform for anyone wanting to get into NFTs and learn about NFTs. Everyone can follow me, of course, um, Nifty underscore agency. And I really think there's some great people. Charles, who you had from Polygon, you had on the other day. He's great. There's a lot of sharing going on. I think the global NFT community on Twitter is on fire at the moment. I think it's a resurgence of Twitter, how it's used in the right way. The threads that are coming out are fantastic. And all the information in the most part is actually true. The whole world of fake news has disappeared from Twitter and it's been replaced with NFT narrative and information. I love that. But in the UK, we've got a great sort of Twitter sphere going on. I get some really good vibes from great people. There's a wonderful team at Fanshane and Ross and his team there, the guys who looked after 
Liam Payne's Lonely Bug Drop. I did a session like this the other week with the guys from Top Dog Beach Club. They're really interesting, quite powerful. King of Midtown, one of your guys in New York, fantastic. And I'm also part of the Damien Hurst community with the currency. And there's some amazing narrative going on there. So it's just one of these things you just got to get right in it and just keep looking, keep diving in. Don't stop. Yeah, I love it. I don't even know what the Taco Beach Club is, but that sounds like a fun place to be. So Top Dog Beach Club, go for it. Just have a look at it. It's, uh, <laughs> it's cool. So Rob, why should people care about NFTs? I think caring is something that's going to come in time because I think it's going to be something that's going to change and affect and alter the way we go about our daily lives, whether we understand it as an NFT or not. I think smart contracts and blockchain technology is here and will be here in perpetuity. NFTs are proof for that pudding. But I think NFTs are essentially about digital ownership of goods and how people will own things digitally from now and in the future. And I think that is this is a really like easy way to start to understand that and to focus on it. And even in some instances, a quite playful way to understand how NFTs and blockchain and cryptocurrency and smart contracts will change our lives. So it's like a coloring book to start you off. Let's just get the pens out and start coloring in. I'm inspired. I love it. Thank you, Rob. All right. Who are some of your favorite NFT thought leaders? Obviously, you guys, of course. But And also people that you guys and everyone else sort of, you know, shares information of, you know, people are really sharing information from the right people, you know, and, and once you get a trusted voice, who they share is somebody that you then decide to share and listen to. We're quite blessed within the Nifty squad. We've got some good team players. Our product and development team are very knowledgeable in this space. We've got Jose, Stuart, Dom and John who are very switched on in the blockchain community. Um, and have worked in NFTs for a long time. But I think one of the biggest uh, thought leaders that I go to and is a bit of a counsel for me is actually a guy called Omri Bouton, who's a crypto and IP lawyer based here in London. And he does that by day, but at night he's an NFT crypto punk and he loves it and he understands the ecosphere. And he really is someone who is helping me and helping the team guide us through this journey because he's in it for a living. And from the legal perspective, you need to understand that side quite well. So you talked about some of your favorite people on Twitter. You just mentioned some of the people you like to collaborate with. What are some of your other sources of NFT alpha that you really like to lean upon? Well, I think probably like you guys, I've probably signed up to everything. <laughs> so my inbox is just destroyed daily with updates and information. And I think and I recommend to people just subscribe to everything. Get information flowing to you. You know, there's information being shared all over the space right now. And I think information is flowing fast. YouTube's great. Twitter, as we said, is amazing. Discord is fierce. I dive into a lot of Twitter spaces at the moment and listen in and I love it. And it's just free information that is quality. And I love to consume content wherever I can, whether I'm on a walk, walking the dog, where I'm driving my car. I'm just wanting to listen and learn about NFTs and, and this community. And it's rich in its culture and it's rich in its content. Podcasts are great. You know, this one, NFT Now is good. I listen to everything, really. I just, I want to get involved and I want to learn about stuff that I don't know about. So I'm not a cryptocurrency native. I've had to learn this and I spent my time putting in those hours. Yeah. And one thing I'm just going to add just quickly that we talked about right before we started uh, recording as all the conferences that are happening globally, you know, we have you know, N NFT NYC coming up here in New York. And there's going to be another conference right before Art Basel in Miami. I think the city of Miami, you mentioned there's going to be something next March in Vegas, but I believe the city of Miami is also going to do an NFT conference there. They're in the early stages, but I mean, there's just so many opportunities. And I assume there's going to be stuff happening in London, Amsterdam. Those seem to be some of the other big, you know, knowledge Absolutely. centers. Absolutely. So. There's an event happening tomorrow in London, an NFT sort of meetup. There's cryptocurrency conferences all over the place. There was one in Gibraltar last week. 
there's so much happening now and you know there's lots of things lots of meetups happening as well small communities being built out of bigger communities and that was what i'm enjoying at the moment now the the world is opening up a bit more and people are getting back to bars and restaurants and sharing space and sharing breaking bread as we would say you know they're doing it in a really positive way and i think we're using those small communities to build these bigger ones out because we are very early and you don't need to fill a room with 2000 people you can actually have a wonderful dinner for 20 and still have the, a really rich conversation amazing amazing rob thank you for that lightning round I would typically give you a five out of five, but because John threw in an audible, there was actually six kind of potential <laughs> questions. So a hundred percent, six out of six, you crushed it. And I just got to summarize a little bit of some of the alpha you dropped. First of all, like you mentioned, so many free resources out there. If you want to learn about NFTs, I mean, as Rob said, subscribe to everything. You can get it all around you on the internet. There's free stuff on YouTube and Twitter and Substack. So much free information out there. And also, I got to throw it back to you, Rob, with Twitter. I mean, I was kind of done with Twitter because it was so political and so negative and just like the new stuff coming out. Ugh, it was like the worst. And now it's like Twitter's been reinvented with the NFT space. I love it. It's fun. It's engaging. It's positive. It's community building. So really, really, really cool stuff there. Thank you for sharing. And let's get into more depth. So tell us, Rob, how did you get into the NFT space? It's a, not an odd journey, but I had a bit of a epitome, I think, at some point. I was, I worked in live events for 20 years and I really enjoyed that time, spending an amazing amount of time working with global brands, delivering great experiences and experiential events and launches and doing these great moments where you have the power to create amazing by doing these amazing events and experiences. And you can see the eyes of people light up when they're in a room and something magical is happening or they're at an event or they're in an experience. And with the pandemic, the last couple of years, obviously that whole world turned virtual. And we as a business and myself and the team I was working with, we sort of moved very quickly into that virtual offering and that virtual event. And the one thing that I'd always been sort of conscious of is in between events and in between activities and communications when you're doing when you're building communities it was really hard to keep the momentum and narrative going between those sort of subsets of events and when i discovered nfts which is i don't know a year or so ago while sort of dabbling in cryptocurrency to a very bad level and choosing the wrong tokens to buy and coins to buy We've all done it. I know. It's all experience. It's all a, it's all a learn. It's all a if, learn. If you're not getting rugged or wrecked, then you're not doing yeah. it right. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And what I loved was I saw this opportunity with NFTs where I could see the ability to connect people over a longer period of time. And I was very fascinated by how that would become a thing. And I was very conscious very early that that would become a thing. And I was then listening to you know Mark Cuban about talking about the Dallas Mavericks and how they were going to use NFTs to be the sort of the season ticket, and then you know listen to other brands and sporting icons saying we're going to use this to build communities. And I just saw this open door. I said this is going to be huge. And then obviously the narrative around art and collectibles came in. I fell in love, even though I'm an Englishman who has no idea about any apart from a pair of Jordan size 13s. <laughs> I don't know much about basketball, but I got into NBA Top Shot and I thought, this is cool. I understand it's collectibles. I understand the way that that's going to work. I love the digitization of that moment. I could see why it had become a big thing. I thought it was a fantastic brand opportunity for the NBA. I thought it was brilliant. And I thought this is going to be something that's here forever. So between myself, two other business partners within Nifty, who run a design agency, who work with amazing brands globally, delivering 
gorgeous assets, visual identity assets and animations. And another business partner who comes from the world of brand licensing and IP. We collectively all came together with the same goal, which is we want to create an agency that's going to deliver a, a strategic NFT solution. But we all had a different mindset and a different viewpoint. And we came together purely out of the interest of we wanted to deliver a solution. We wanted to deliver something, a strategic answer to this new question. And we all had a very much a strength to bring. And literally over a few coffees, a couple of beers, and a bit of brainstorming, we created Nifty Agency. And it was something that excited us all. And at that point, we were all into NFTs. We were all buying and trading and selling just for the experience. So we used that experience to create this agency because we know that it's going to be part of a marketing strategy for brands rights holders and IP as we move forward. And we just went for it. I go out my job. I literally quit a job, said, I'm going to do this, you know, handed back my company car, handed back my everything and just said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to put a year of my life into building this agency and let's do it. And we've done it. We've bootstrapped it and we're starting to deliver projects for our clients. And it's been great. I love LFG, it. LFG. <laughs> I love it. So Rob, what is your advice for someone new to the NFT space? Say you were sitting down with someone's grandma. How would you break down NFTs for granny? Well, grannies, they're all over NFTs. At the moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know what? I think that the first question there is what advice would you give to someone? And the advice I'd give someone is listen, learn, listen, learn, listen, learn, and keep doing that. Do your yeah. 50, 100 hours homework. You know, yeah. if you want to be a good golfer, then you can't be a good golfer without hitting some balls, right? And you need to explore that. You need to really just get involved. And I think that for me is right for everything, whether you want to be, you know, a chef, go cook, you know, with NFTs, you just got to get involved. You've got to make some mistakes. You've got to learn. You've got to realize that not everything you're going to buy is going to turn into a board ape or a crypto punk. You've got to realize that some things are just not great and you're going to make mistakes. And they're the ones that, you know, you actually really learn from. So listen and learn is key. But explaining it to a granny, I think, well, the nifty strapline is that NFTs are the frontier to the future and the window to the past. And I think that that is a nice way to look at- Love, um, love that statement, by the way. That is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to credit Alex and our team for that because he came up with it. That's how we see it. You know, I think there's loads of analogies of how to describe what an NFT is, you know, and, and how it might be broken down. But I think it's about- understanding that there's a moment now in time where the digitization of assets is going to be as important is that new social currency that's the same as collecting tea towels or teapots i'm trying to think of lots of english things that i can say so pretty much grandma grab a cup of tea sit yeah. down with rob and he's going to explain nfts to you Okay. Yeah, that's what <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and kind of, you know, maybe not with grandma, but a little bit of an extension of it. Can you talk us through your roadmap for a brand that you're launching in the NFT space? What steps do you take them through when they approach you and they say, okay, we want to get in the NFT space. Rob, please help us. We want to launch a product. What do you do for them? Well, it's a fully managed process for us. So, you know, first of all, we welcome that conversation. We're pleased that they're looking because we explain to them that they're very early, which is great. But we break it down into four processes, really. We define, design, we deliver and delight. There are four main characteristics of what we try and do for a client. And at the moment, with a lot of our clients, we're at the defining and designing stage because we are defining what they want to do. 
We're understanding what their metrics are, what their long tail is, what their goals are, what their aspirations are, how they're trying to be seen in this space and what they're trying to deliver upon. And then you come to the design element, you know, about what that looks like and how it feels and what it's going to look like aesthetically as well as feel like emotionally and what's the story going to be. And then we get into the delivery mechanism, which is obviously the technology behind the opportunity. And then obviously the delight or disappoint, if you want to get another D, we try and avoid disappoint. We then look at how that's going to delight the audience and how it's going to carry on with in the future. But we feel that and we know that actually that Nifty and, and NFTs will be able to provide brands with a, a new strategic and long-term way to engage with their customers. And I think yeah. that is really important. And if you can if you can think more deeply about how you're going to create those meaningful relationships, then you can do that with NFTs. You really can. We are only just starting, but you really can do that. But we know that if you are deploying a successful NFT project, it's not just about the technology. That's a really important factor, but it's not just about that. It's about the clever deployment of sort of creatively dynamic and strategically sound and emotionally engaging content. And that is the bit that brands have been built on over the years. So why should their NFT project be anything different? Yeah, yeah. So Rob, what are the next steps for brands in the next five years? How will the space evolve for them and you guiding them? It's still early, but I think the brands need to engage early in this process. They need to come to us at the start and also not do what they're doing at the moment, which is saying, we've seen this, can we do the same? And I think that is very common in the conversations we're having. And it's not a bad thing because you always benchmark yourself against what's out there. You know, but if every fashion brand copied every other fashion brand, we'll all be wearing red trainers or red sneakers and blue jeans and a white t-shirt, right? So I think you've got to try and create your own path. And by having sort of companies like us and other companies around the world or people like yourselves, you'll be able to consider more opportunities because your eyes are open to bigger opportunities. You know, you've got to be able to combine experiences that you want to share into everything that you're doing in an NFT strategy. And I think that will be the push for us as you move forward. So get in early and create your own path. Be innovators. Don't just follow the herd. Yeah, absolutely. I think brands have been strategic thinkers for a long time, right? We've all sat in front of our TV or driven past a billboard or walked past a shop front and gone, wow. And we've been engaged by something that's caught our eye. And I think NFTs have got the same way to do that we just haven't deployed it that way yet and i think that's the really important mechanism we were talking to a great brand the other week a very well-known high-end fashion brand talking about like, asking question why why are nfts going to be the thing what, what is it and it's that social currency isn't it? as important as it is to wear their product and be seen on the red carpet with that product line on the hollywood stars in their wardrobe it's important to go, see it in their wallet as well, you know? Yeah. And I just want to go along with it because it inspired a, an idea, which is, you know, and we're seeing this because we're so early, as you mentioned, Rob, with collectors, a small group of collectors. How are you working with brands to onboard their non-native crypto fans into the NFT space? And, you know, how are you working around the friction with hard wallets such as MetaMask, which is, you know, it's definitely cumbersome. There's friction there. What are those conversations like? And how are you getting the non-crypto fans on board for the brand you're launching in the space? It's actually relevant to the conversation and the thing we're doing right now. So one of our launches that's gone out this week is with a very well-known Indian cricketer now i don't expect you two to know a lot about the international game of cricket we but, don't um, <laughs> or at least know, i don't <laughs> no, no. i don't but, either man <laughs> but, for you, but that is a project with an indian cricketer called sunil gavaskar he's a, an icon in uh, india and a legend of sport 
And that marketplace is massive. Cricket market is sort of 84 million people signed up. There's an enormous potency of sports fans around the world who would be interested. But as you say, a very narrow opportunity at the moment with NFT people and NFT collectors. So what we've done for that project is we've actually created four or five personas of people and demographics that we're going to try and target and work out how we can then lower that barrier to entry in order to get more people into this space and there are some great products on the market at the moment you know some great wallet and NFT projects that are out there that can seamlessly integrate with the project and i think that's going to be the key when we try to get people on board i think if you can when we get past you know a single sign-on and we have people just buying with fiat currency and the crypto wallet is set up in the background just you know sort of anonymously behind the scenes you know that's going to be something that's going to be a game changer and we're working with our dev team to make that happen because you're right, there is a, a sort of resistance and friction with a Chrome extension or whatever else it might be at the moment. I think that will just continuously drop down. And I think soon you'll be just logging on with your Google, your, your single sign-on, and you'll be able to buy an NFT with your debit or Visa card or credit card. And all of that hassle that's there at the moment will be taken away from you behind the scenes by a technology partner. And I think that's going to happen soon. Yeah. Rob, what do you think about Coinbase now launching an NFT marketplace? They have 68 million users. Very curious your thoughts on that. I love it. We've just become a Coinbase Prime member, which I think we're their smallest customer at the moment. I think Tesla's their biggest. But um, <laughs> love <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. No, I think it's amazing. I think that when you look at the numbers around, I suppose, the potential opportunity there is at the moment, we think it's rich because we're seeing billions of dollars spent on OpenSea in a single month. And we're seeing you know a massive secondary market sales. But when you look at who's actually performing those sales, it's a very small number of people in the scheme of the world. So Coinbase opening up the opportunity to have a, a marketplace, I think is fantastic. Unlocking 68 million wallets to the opportunity to buy NFTs and be engaged with NFTs is certainly a good thing. I think it's going to be the start of many of those conversations and many of those marketplaces opening up. Love it. We're onboarding millions and millions of more people in the NFT space with Coinbase and everyone else. This has been an incredible episode. Thank you so much, Rob, for your time and bringing the heat. You dropped some serious alpha. We really appreciate all of your insights. I mean, I was taking notes, so I loved it. Until next week, stay tuned. We're going to bring in another NFT thought leader who's going to pop in with some more alpha. In the meantime, get collecting, continue learning if you're not already, and growing, we're NFT Heat. A huge thank you to two of the creative engines behind this show. First, to LaFlex for the super smooth intro and outro music. What you're hearing is the song Love to You off his 2019 album Flex Appeal. And lastly, a big thank you to Bernardo Rodriguez for the awesome logo for the show. You can check him out on Instagram at Art of Bernardo. Everyone, we just want to give you a massive thank you for listening to NFT Heat. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at NFT Heat. And we're looking forward to seeing you next week. Next week.